What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. My mind's playing tricks on me. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but nothing seems to give me sweet relief. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but every time it seems I lose my mind. My mind. Oh, I. It's self helpless with Kelsey Cook. Delaney Fisher and Taylor Tomlinson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Delaney Fisher. And we're going to tackle a topic today that is one of Delaney's favorite books. Yeah. And uh, is a quiz that it's called The Four Tendencies. Yeah. Oh, so fantastic. By Gretchen Rubin. Uh, It's incredible. Uh, Also, one of the best-selling author of The Happiness Project, if you've read that. Um, So, yeah, I'm very excited to, to dive into this. This really helped me immensely with my uh, workaholism and just kind of tricking myself into handling my own personality. That's pretty much what, what this has done. That's yeah. the best review. Yeah. This tricked me into handling my own personality. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like Kind of like making sure your personality is working for you instead of against you. You know, oh, I think that's a good way to look at it. That's a really good way to put that. Yeah. Great way of putting that. And also dealing, you know, Cam is completely opposite of me, so I definitely learned a lot about him he in this book, really too. He really is. He's I don't complete. know how the two of you you work so well together yeah you could not be more different we are polar opposites but in the things that really connect us we're the same i think yeah we're, we're just different enough yeah to where yeah. we don't want to kill each other you <laughs> right know? right so it works another really fun announcement that we have we have a new patreon tier yes um we have the type a plus patreon tier it's 25 dollars a month i'm gonna just kind of briefly go over all the tiers that we have uh so we got a lot of feedback from you guys saying that um we you love everything that's happening in the 40 dollar tier but you really just can't commit to that monthly price which we totally understand um and a lot of you do not live in uh, in areas where you can take advantage of that free lifetime supply of tickets, you kind of yeah. you're not close to any of the major cities that um, you know Taylor Kelsey and I will be going to. So we totally understand. We've created a tier for you guys, um, and it includes 
Skype calls from us. We're going to be giving uh, three-on-one Skype calls with you guys in between podcast recordings whenever we have time. And uh, monthly call-ins, you'll be able to call in the studio and leave a voicemail of advice or question or feedback, and we're going to be answering that live on Self Helpless. Another thing called the Helpster's Choice, which you'll be able to pick an a topic for self-helpless every single month. You guys get to vote on that, and then we we do it. Um, and then we will be sending off monthly signed merchandise. We've been sending off autographed uh, pictures and T-shirts and mugs and all that good stuff to you. And then, again, you still get the two bonus episodes per month. So just quickly, now we have three tiers. And, again, uh, you guys have all contributed to these tiers. Yeah. Thank you so much for your feedback. We take everything that you say into account to you know, make this beneficial for everybody. We want to give you the re- rewards that you want. I mean, it, it's like it was even your idea to come up with like a Facebook group. I mean, it's, I it's been your idea to come up with these like certain t-shirts and all this stuff. So again, you guys have asked for a lot of this and we want to deliver. So we still have the helpsters tier, which is $5 a month for two bonus episodes. And now we have the type a plus tier, $25 a month for Skype calls, monthly call-ins, helpsters choice, monthly signed merch, and the two bonus episodes per month. And we also have the This Is How We Live Now tier for $40 a month, where you get four tickets to any and all of our headlining shows for life, uh, monthly one-on-one rewards. Kelsey um, gives you and the room of your choice a full makeover. Uh, yeah. Taylor makes you a lovely journal with all kinds we'll of We'll see fun. if yeah. I keep doing Quotes yeah. and things. And, yeah, you know, and via <laughs> email, by the way. My makeovers, I'm not, I can't come to your place. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I yeah. tell you, I feng shui it by telling you, okay, move this here. You should maybe try and buy a plant for this corner or whatever, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Which <laughs> that journal thing, oh my God, my perfectionism, I don't know if that'll let me Did you see that she again. sent in that she loves it? No, I didn't see that. Did I think she, she tagged oh, it God. on the Facebook group that she Oh, she did? It. Yeah. Oh, thank God. So, I, I really... That that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and just also, our my most recent reward winner for Patreon still never got back to me. Oh. So just a heads up. if uh, I don't have it pulled up right now, but if you were the person who won my most recent reward... I think it was Jessica. Yeah, hit me up yeah. because I, if you still want it, I'm here for you. Boom. If you don't, it's fine. But there we yeah. go. And then um, my monthly uh, one-on-one reward will be uh, shipping you a dick mug and giving you any kind of career and relationship advice that you want, uh, especially if it's like online dating. You want me to help punch up your profile? Yeah. I can do all that for you. Um, and then the this is how we live now here. You also get an exclusive Helpster t-shirt, Skype calls, monthly call-ins, Helpster's Choice, monthly signed merch, and of course the two bonus episodes per month. Thank you all so much for signing up for Patreon. Every person that does, it, it's a step closer to our live tour. We cannot mm-hmm. thank you enough uh, for the support. It's been incredible. We Dude. love doing the episodes and all the rewards. Yeah, we're sitting in my new amazing apartment like because of the help of Patreon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every every time you guys want to support us that way, it's the coolest thing and you actually change our lives. Oh, yeah. yeah. And another thing, um, I'm going to be able to quit my day job because of this basically yes. because of this podcast i yeah. mean it is because of dicks by delaney but i've gotten so much support from the helpsters the spreading the word about dicks by delaney i have so many orders that i actually am going to be leaving my my cor- my corporate yeah my corporate cushy day job that is so um amazing. to do dicks by delaney full-time which i 
Uh, and this podcast and this yeah. pod exactly dream jobs basically and um that was going to free up so much time for all of us to record even more during the day and do even more things for yeah. self-helpless so very excited yeah and i'm yeah. moving in three weeks and we're all going to be within t- six minutes of each other yeah six oh. minutes of the studio it's oh crazy my God. It's by the way a dream we're recording in my apartment today because we had like a, a timing conflict with the studio uh so you won't have actual video of this episode on youtube but we will put the audio on youtube so just a heads up it's just kind of like a weird thing for this particular episode absolutely yeah. and then the last kind of thing we want to uh plug is uh very hysterical comedian ted alexandro has his special out right now yeah um, fellow atc member yeah uh senior class of earth you can go to atcspecials.com to to view it and we love all things comedy and this is their very first special that they've released and we love being a part of their network Mm -hmm. um they have an amazing vision for their company as far as like direct from comedians to fans and we have so much control all the creative control over our content and it's it's basically just a dream to work with them so yeah yeah, if you support that uh, that would be lovely yeah Ted's okay. hilarious. Yeah, He's super so funny. freaking funny. Um, right. Should we Segments. kick things off? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I have a great quotable. Uh, this is on Instagram, and I can't remember. I think maybe we got tagged in the comments of this photo. I think that's oh. how I found it. So um, this quote says, an unhealed person can find offense in pretty much anything someone does. A healed person understands that the actions of others have no- absolutely nothing to do with them. Mm. Each day you get to decide which one you will be. Wow. 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 Love that. That's a really good one. Dude, yeah. Good. I've been on both sides of that for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's a great quote. I also just realized like a huge thing I have to announce is that my album comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm go. so stupid. I've been sitting here all day like, I guess I'll just do the quotable segment because I don't have anything to announce. I'm like, bitch, your fucking album, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my album, Savor It. So this episode comes out on Monday uh, the 8th and it's available for pre-order. As you guys are listening, it officially drops and you'll be able to listen to it tomorrow on Tuesday the 9th. But go to iTunes. It's on... Uh, Google Play, uh, Spotify, like uh, almost anywhere you can get an album, my album is there. So go pre-order right now. It will come, like it will be downloaded into your phone or wherever you're buying it tomorrow. And it's called Savor It. And I just, I would so appreciate any, like any help you can give me. Yeah. Yeah. We're so proud of you. Thank Very you. exciting. So it's also on Pandora. I have like a Pandora comedy station now. So if you type Yay. Kelsey Cook, uh, you can hear like individual tracks of mine intermixed with other people that they think is like oh, similar cool. to my comedy. So yeah. Sweet. Is that how Pandora works? It is. Yes. Oh, fantastic. I realized I was like, oh, I, I had a, I had a Pandora in 2012, and so I like, yeah. got my password emailed to me, and it was so <laughs> crazy to see like Kelsey Cook Radio. Oh, thanks exciting. for, thanks for supporting me. That's so cool. So yeah, I would love any helpster support you guys can give if you want to download it. Go do it. Savor it. Woo. Anywhere. Yeah. Yes. It's great. What do we? What else did we have for segments? Treat yourself. Treat yourself. I would treat yourself. Uh, I bought a couch. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh. I'm so ready to move. I'm still three weeks away, and I found a couch at Big Lots of all places. If you're looking for a couch that is cheap, I found a couch. I found a sectional at Big Lots, seven hundred bucks. That's awesome. That's it's crazy. It's so so cheap, and it's so so insanely comfortable. So good. Um, yeah, I'm just. Oh, I had, and then my goals update was just finally sending that journal. <laughs> nice yeah. job. Oh my gosh! And seriously. Hannah liked it. I think so she, I think glad. it's in the Facebook group. I gotta look at you that. You gotta look at it. That's a relief. I yeah, I had I had messaged her and just been like, look, <laughs> I know this is taking too long. I was like, I have 
I have started it and <laughs> and started a different one and then gone back to the original oh, one. Oh god. And I have spent a lot of time and money <laughs> on stickers and pens and oh I'm my so god. sorry. I just like and I just felt like it was never going to be like what I wanted it to be and at a certain point I just had to be like all right, I have to send this now. I <laughs> it's have good to send enough. It. And uh so I'm glad she liked it cuz yeah. that was that was a struggle yeah yeah it's just hard when it's for somebody else and they're like somebody who's so supportive like hannah's so supportive yeah, of this podcast great. and i just so wanted to do a good job for her and i'm just like oh she's gonna hate it she's gonna change her mind oh the whole podcast oh. so yeah oh we we just love you guys so much I guys. can i say um, a quick treat yourself based on something that you told me to do Delaney? Yes. um so we moved this week and i ended up hiring movers which i really i was being yes. so cheap about and i was like no we will just rent a truck and me and Kane and my 65 year old mother <laughs> will haul furniture and I don't know what I was thinking so I looked it up the prices I mean it ended up being a few hundred bucks and which is a steal that is a most steal. companies charge like six to eight hundred bucks really I and I moved to Fullerton like almost a thousand dollars yeah are you serious yeah it Crazy. with tip it was like 400 yeah and um which again just being weird with money I was like oh god maybe we could have done it but honestly watching what they did there's a reason that those people do that for a living yeah. they had a whole system they fucking hauled all our shit in and out within like three hours yeah. almost four hours it was crazy so thank you so much delaney for yeah. telling me hey man this is very much worth your money treat oh, yeah. yourself we would have all kane and i would still be like icing our backs oh, if totally we had yeah. decided it's to try and do this by ourselves not worth it no it's not worth it it'll take you eight hours at least to do on your own everybody's in a shitty mood you're hurting yourself yeah. it just makes for a miserable day oh yeah you're yes. bound to get into a fight or two yeah, exactly. like oh. drop something yeah ruin something. yeah Dude, they did a great job so thank you so much yeah. truly if you hadn't suggested it we would have just done it ourselves oh, and it would have so really glad. sucked i'm so glad you did it yeah, yeah. I, i'll never go back i can never I'll, I'll always hire movers yeah now. exactly once you do it you can't go back 100 percent. so thank you for that oh yeah i have like a weird um i think it's a treat yourself but it smells really bad okay so i <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what would uh, what delaney would say about something <laughs> so okay so what uh as part of like my the candida diet so between the candida diet that i've uh, pretty much stuck to i've treated it a little bit yeah. um i've added probiotics and Good. vitamin c to my to my diet um back on the birth control pill so i'm sure that's only helping like regulate my skin also but i also decided to make my own face wash because i was just like well maybe the chemicals and some of this stuff is just not sitting well with me so I decided to put honey, uh, apple cider, apple cider vinegar, cucumber, and a little tea tree oil into my blender, and uh, just bottled that shit up, put it in the fridge, and then I just slowly Was like. Is that something you found online? I found a bunch of different things online, so and I just, just ended up making up my own recipe. Oh, that's and it okay. is disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it smells. It's like yeah, it's the like. I mean, it smells like garbage it that like you're adding on garbage. I yeah, mean, it's disgusting. But my skin looks super good, and I have no idea if that's part of it. It does look really yeah. healthy. But like maybe I don't know. It smells so bad. I won't make it like that again. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally like i'm putting vomit on my face can every time put, like I shower. essential oils in it or something i can do that to make the smell better but i think i'm just gonna try like maybe honey and like aloe vera next time as a yeah. mix or something because oh it's ugh, it's bad it's bad but i feel like it's only 
Dude. I don't know if it's working or if it's all the other things that are working, but now I'm afraid to mess with it because yeah. I'm like, well, shit, if this is making my skin It looks look great. Good, it looks it really look healthy. It looks you. really balanced. Yeah. You know, a lot of time you can look at somebody's skin and go like, oh, they're using too many things that are drying them out and yeah. their skin looks tight or, or flaky. Sometimes it looks too oily. Your skin looks very balanced. Thank you. Yeah. I, I don't know. It could be, it could be the dumpster uh wash that i have but it sounds like bile it was disgusting i mean there's acidic it's like the bits of cucumber is the exfoliant and then (laughs) the honey is the moisturizer and the apple cider vinegar is like the toner cleaner or toner right yeah and then the tea tree oil makes it smell less disgusting but it's still fucking i feel like the cucumber is what it makes it smell bad is that it's all gross i mean it's it's so gross like i can't even explain to you how gross it is but but i'm also like what if it's working (laughs) Yeah. You should put some like rose water in there. Oh, oh there that's you go. what I do after when I get out of the shower. I found this uh, this toner that's rose water and witch hazel that I okay. put on my face. Oh, okay. Good. So I'll figure out something that smells better. But I just wanted to throw it out there that hey, if you're having some weird skin shit, this disgusting concoction might work. You never know. Does Cam you- smell it when he kisses you? No. It's once you wipe it off. It like it's once gone. you rinse it off, it's fine. It just. When I'm in the shower, I'm like Ew. plugging my nose to put it on my face. Ew. Yeah, that is how girl. do you feel about natural <laughs> natural skin wash um, as opposed to not? Do you do you feel strongly about it either way? I feel I think skin stuff is so personal and like yeah. it's really hard to be like okay, well this thing worked for me, so it will work for you. There's a lot of things in skincare where it's like oh that thing that changed your life and you loved is the reason that i'm now in the dermatologist's office because it fucked me up so much right i've really been loving the glossier uh skin cleanser it has rose water in it and it's very calming and soothing and like simple it actually the cleansing agent is what is used in um contact lens cleaner so it's like safe for your eyes and stuff like that it's very gentle i really like it um i meet people who have beautiful skin that are like, oh, I just washed with honey. Yeah. And I just have this feeling that if I did that, I would develop the most heinous acne because yeah. it, like it wouldn't be enough for me yeah, to like right. get the shit. I also wear, uh, most days I wear face makeup yeah. and I need something that's actually taking that off. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. How does honey... I think it's antibacterial. Yeah, honey's antibacterial, but it, it's like it's sticky. I don't. I can't picture doing it, but it's clearly working for Delaney. Delaney's yeah. skin looks fabulous. Yeah, I'll bring some of my dumpster dumpster concoction over for you. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm okay. Yeah, I, I, use, I use this stuff, and it's expensive, and it's you know it's probably just chemicals and stuff. So I don't know. What brand is it? Is it the Rodan Exuberance? Huh. It, I get it at Ulta. Okay. And I use there's like. I have like a face wash and a toner and a a thing and a moisture. Your skin looks fabulous. Again, it's very it's like, nice. Whatever this you're doing, just keep doing it. This there's nothing on it right now. I haven't been using anything except tinted your moisturizer. Your skin looks amazing. Not a Thank fucking you. pore on your face. I fucking did you notice I was breaking out a little bit yesterday though? That's I haven't been eating sh- processed sugar and, and we, we had cake, cake <laughs> because oh. the Oxnard Levity Live staff was so nice and made us a cake. Yeah, and they made Taylor I, a cake. They, they make made, us a they cake. They made a cake. Take, take your cake credit. And we ate some and the next day i could already see it wow and like today it already looks better because yesterday i was like oh my god I'm not it's kind of nice to know that like you saw such an immediate reaction that you're like well yeah, this I is know. what it does to me and i can just yeah. avoid it or whatever but oh it's nuts it's been great like and i haven't had caffeine in a few weeks now does my head hurt every day yes <laughs> but you know we're we're getting out of, it's making me never want to have caffeine again wow because yeah. it's just taking Jeez. so long to flush it out 
Um, it's a drug. It's a real thing. It's a real drug. But even the sugar stuff, like Kyle's been doing it with me, and we like like we had cake the other night, and then afterward. We were like, you know what? Nothing tastes better than like when we get a mango from Whole Foods. Like, <laughs> oh like, my God, gross. <laughs> Please don't be those people. I don't know if we can be friends if you ever say that sentence again. It's true though. Have you had like a fresh mango? Oh yeah, fresh mangoes are fucking Dude, amazing. And there's a lot oh. of sugar in fresh mango. I'm but so, it's, I'm not into mangoes. I think they're so what? overrated. They <gasps> are just such a boring fruit to me. Oh, they're, okay. They're mango, they're mangoes and Beyonce. Yeah. Delaney does <laughs> exactly. I was just going to say like, I can never trust Delaney after <laughs> finding out she thinks that Beyonce Beyonce is like nothing special. I'm like, yeah. I think she's special. Here, I just, I don't know. But mango. Uh, no, you don't. So <laughs> you don't think she's they're special. So, they're so blah to me. They're not sweet enough. They're just what? boring. You don't have like had the sweetest yeah. one. Oh, I'm just like, I You've much had prefer, bad mango. I much prefer just like strawberries or kiwi or a peach. The lowest sugar fruits is what you're saying. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Watermelon. Mango kicks you in the tongue, man. Oh, yeah. Like you've just had a bad mango. I'm mango is amazing. You get, mango. Do you get like the pre-cut mangoes in the, in the container? I've had all kinds of mango and I'm just like, <laughs> why am I eating this? There's so much better fruit out there. Delaney, <laughs> you might get kicked off the was podcast. Was it soft? Write in and tell me that you agree with my mango. Wait, was it soft like <laughs> a baby's head? The yeah. fresh mango. Oh, you had every kind of, oh, here's the thing. Um, why are you feeling so many really soft baby heads? That that's your point of reference to a fruit. When you feel texture. when you feel a mango to for ripeness, really any fruit, don't you kind of think you're like, oh, it's like a baby head? No, you weirdo. Like that's was, so creepy. Dude, Is it soft everything. like a baby's head? She what are you a murderer? I do. I want everything. The babies. Yeah. Oh, I can't get one yet. <laughs> I can't get we'll one. Make one later. <laughs> All right, we got right, to get into it. No more rambling. Oh god, yeah. we, we're gonna get in trouble for the rambles. Okay, here we are, guys. Four tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. Uh, I feel like this is a very. I think it's a must-read, just in the same vein as the five love languages. I think yes. it's really gonna help you figure out your personality and why why you do the shit that you do. Yeah. Okay, so just a little overview. There's four, uh, according to Gretchen. There's four different types of tendencies. Yeah. The the upholder, who is able to meet outer expectations and can meet inner expectations. The obliger, which can, who can meet uh, outer expectations but resists inner expectations. The rebel, who resists outer expectations and resists inner expectations. And the questioner, who resists outer expectations but meets inner expectations. So if you're trying to figure out... Um, uh, like how to kind of tell these apart. They have little quotes that go along with them too. So the upholder uh, who eats meets outer expectations and inner expectations. Uh, discipline is my freedom. I guess that's that's how Ooh, they feel. Okay. Yeah. And remind me which one you are, Delaney. I'm the obliger, so I okay. can meet outer expectations, but I have a really hard time meeting inner expectations. Okay. So the the quote that is assigned to my tendency is, "You can count on me, and I'm counting on you to count on me, <laughs> or else oh. I won't do it. Like I oh, won't get shit so done." Uh, and then the rebel who resists outer expectations and resists inner expectations is, "You can't make me, and neither can I." Uh, very interesting <laughs> and then the questioner who you guys got which i was so surprised taylor and i are both questions that's amazing yeah. uh, so a questioner resists outer expectations but meets inner expectations i'll comply if you convince me why that's that's yep. your guys's tendency yep um wow i was so shocked by that i really thought you guys were gonna get obligers or upholders 
Yeah. Um, Cause I, I'm an obliger, especially cause Kelsey and I are usually so parallel. I really thought Kelsey would get an obliger. Can you want to guys tell me about um, the quiz that you took and yeah. all that? I'm so bummed cause yeah. I pulled up on my phone to talk about the results page and it refreshed it. And it basically took me back to like having to retake the oh, quiz. Really? So I don't have the things pulled up in front of me, the but results that says you are a questioner. Yeah. Do you have pulled it pulled up? up? Okay, great. Yeah. Um, you guys got the same one. Look at yeah. that. <laughs> I know. Look at that. I know. I'm, I thought I was going to get a polder also. Me too. The one who meets uh inner and outer expectations yes i was shocked that you guys got questioner but the fact that which is like s- such a narcissistic thing to say i thought i would get a holder uh <laughs> i meet all the expectations <laughs> but when i read through this i felt like it really made sense did you feel like that absolutely yeah i exact same boat as That's you amazing. i was surprised at first that i got it and then i started reading and i was like oh bitch is a questioner i really was like oh i guess i am to me she was referring to herself as bitch yeah that's that's me i was reading it thinking like god what a fucking annoying personality personality type this is because it does totally reflect what i've always thought of myself that i'm like a lisa simpson where it's just like (laughs) raising my hand at like every point in class and like having all these questions and trying to answer things and it's just all based on like reason and logic and fairness right and taylor and i like one big thing that connects you and I is like how much we um, are into justice Mm. and that like we shouldn't waste our time doing something that isn't right or fair or doesn't make sense yeah Yeah. fuck you yeah exactly (laughs) yeah Um, where I'm like if you tell me to I'll do it yeah Delaney's like I can't take care of myself because I made all these other commitments I'm too busy being a bridesmaid to everyone (laughs) exactly seriously (laughs) every day (laughs) how many times have you been a bridesmaid man man. you're like a professional bridesmaid yeah I've been a maid of honor twice i've been a this will be my second time being a bridesmaid kind of a third and then i've officiated two weddings so kelsey would be my, my third one i officiate so what is that like seven been wow. seven weddings in the last four years maybe oh my gosh dude yeah it's so that's so funny um but i am like you like uh we talked about with my tonight show experience that there were times where i was being given notes for how i should do something and i just kind of like blindly went with it right so there must be a little bit of um upholder but maybe it answered your question as why am i doing this maybe they gave you an answer that you agreed with yes that's a good point so maybe you're not so much maybe they just yeah it met with that need yeah Yeah. um the netflix special and they told me i couldn't wear a white shirt and then somebody else was wearing white i was like can you just go talk to someone and bring back an answer that will make me feel okay like (laughs) i know it's not gonna change anything but it's gonna bother me forever not knowing why yeah so the question it says um at times people may feel overwhelmed by a questioner's relentless appetite for information and justification (laughs) (laughs) you're just a little kid going but why but why why? yeah but why um their constant questioning may be perceived by others as disrespectful defiant undermining or showing a lack of team spirit (laughs) (laughs) team spirit so me um (laughs) skillful questioners learn to ask questions in a way that seems constructive dude i do that all the time with kane if he's doing shit that's like pissing me off and i just i'm like he's being such an idiot right now but i'm gonna try to avoid telling him he's an idiot and just be like hey but why would you can you explain to me why you would think that's a smart thing to do <laughs> like i try to disguise it as like just explain to me right. tell me from your point of view because i know he's not gonna be able to like explain oh my it God, i've done the same thing where i'm like do you think you do this because you are not listening or yes. because you have a bad memory <laughs> yeah 
Well, I talk about it on stage. I just started talking about it on stage this weekend, but like two weeks ago, he um, decided to make a smoothie for us for the first time, and there was like a jam going on in the smoothie or in the blender. So he took a wooden spoon while the blender was on and like mashed up the the oh, jam, no. and I came out and there was a giant chunk of the wooden spoon missing, and he was just gonna serve it to us like oh that with the wooden God. spoon chunk in the smoothie, and I was like, I need you to explain to me right now how you think that that's like an okay thing to do. <laughs> why you would put it in with the blender on and why you would think it's okay for us to drink wood pulp. Yeah. Like I, it was so, so hard for me to not be like, you're being a fucking idiot right now. Yeah. And I just had to try and question him, but anyway, splinter smoothie for you. Yes, Happy seriously. Um, it says questioners sometimes suffer analysis paralysis, mm. which you and I have definitely done when they find it difficult to make a decision or move forward because they keep wanting more and more information. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. Totally. I am just drowning myself in all the deets yes of every decision i could possibly make yeah because um, i don't want to be wrong the last thing i'll right. say about it is says uh ironically many questioners dislike being questioned so they consider their actions carefully or they consider their actions carefully so they find it tiresome to explain or to be asked to justify their decision yeah it's like dude i already did this yeah, yeah. i already Trust did the me. grunt work for you yes i it's fine god damn that's so funny so when i read all that i was like oh i'm definitely a questioner dude it's so funny because cam is a questioner and uh, questioner obliger relationships are uh, pretty successful so i'm curious to know what kyle and kane are yeah um but yeah that now that i you guys read that to me like oh yeah that that makes sense for both of you yeah not in like an annoying way but like i get it yeah. yeah i'm so curious i mean because i just guessed mine so completely wrong i'm gonna i would like i told kyle i would like him to take it. i think he might be an obliger also actually that i, that, I think that, kane might be an obliger that's too. so interesting yeah that means we're all part of an obliger questioner relationship yeah i don't know who these oh, rebels are really weird well it's interesting because so she talks about in the book how you know obviously uh, our personalities are changing and evolving and like we might slip into other tendencies CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So they definitely overlap. Like upholder can can overlap into obliger. Obliger can overlap into rebel. Rebel can overlap into questioner. Questioner into upholder. So they're all mm. kind of you can you can kind of overlap into all those different areas. Of, you know, like so myself, I can I can be kind of a rebel sometimes or an upholder. Um, uh, what's interesting, there is something called obliger rebellion, which she talks about, hmm. where like the obliger, so like myself, can get so fed up with meeting outer expectations that eventually you just blow up and like, I'm not doing fucking anything anymore. Uh, and you basically are like, I'm done with all this shit, even though these expectations 
usually are not as like serious as you're making them, but because you've, you, uh, I guess you, cause you can hold those adder expectations. Uh, you feel like I'm trying to think of an example, like, Oh, like if I'm trying to get into uh, like work done by Friday for my boss, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm like putting that, that stress on myself to do that. And I get it in and then she might say, oh, thanks so much. You didn't have to get this into me until next Wednesday or whatever. I put all that stress on myself and I'm almost thinking like, well, I have to do this. Yeah. I have to do this because it's almost Friday and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, fuck, it, I don't want to do it. You know, it's like kind of spiral in your own head. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, if I just fucking asked her about it. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I got more time than I yeah. think. Yeah. So I think, I think you can kind of get yourself riled up if you're not really taking care of yourself and setting boundaries and yeah all that stuff yeah i Um, definitely feel that way i feel like i get like that when i when i overwork myself or i'm gone too much and then at a certain point i go i don't care who hates me i don't care how much work i lose (laughs) i don't care who hates me i'm not doing anything i'm not going to that place i'm not getting on another plane and i i don't care like if i get if i get angry enough yeah Um, i had a situation where i found out a booker paid me like half of what they had paid um some male comics that were on the same shows doing the same time and i got so angry that i just like emailed all of my my team and was just like hey i'm not doing that anymore right right i'm not doing that club anymore i don't care how important that booker is like i'm not doing it again right and you know once you calm down you're like well maybe i should do that because you know (laughs) expectations but i think i think there's something healthy about that too about slipping into that rebellion yeah where you're like i'm not meeting any of those expectations yeah Yeah. because your inner expectations can it's so it's so murky because a lot of my inner expectations for myself are based on how i want other people to perceive me yeah Mm. so it's not even so much like i'm gonna do this some some of my goals are like that like oh i'm gonna take care of myself because that's what's good for me but then other times i'm like i'm gonna be on the road this much i'm gonna work this much because i want everybody else to think that i'm working really hard so is is are those inner expectations or are those outer expectations and i think when mm. you when you hit that wall of exhaustion and you just go like i i'm not gonna expect anything from me for a little while yeah i think that can be healthy yeah it's just a boundary yeah um i i wanted to refer to the book a little bit because my definition was a hot mess so i found uh um how to understand and protect against obliger rebellion which mm-hmm. i've definitely experienced so obligers often feel exploited and they are because mm-hmm. after all when it comes time to ask for someone's help whom do we ask an upholder a questioner a rebel or an obliger obligers mm-hmm. of course because they're the most likely to lend a hand um, in her essay, The Rage Cage, writer Carolyn Knapp tells a very obligatory story. Uh, there's a lot of great examples in here. Um, maybe this is not the thing that I wanted to find That makes here. sense, though, because I do. F- I feel really comfortable asking for your help Yeah, because it feels like you're so willing to help. Yeah. But maybe that's just part of this. It's not like a sickness, but like your right. personality disorder just kind of, or not disorder, the- <laughs> your personality type um sorry we say the words personality disorder together so often (laughs) on this podcast it's just like one word now uh your personality type kind of like lends itself to just doing that automatically and like giving help even if maybe you actually don't really want to and your plate's already too full right you're just like yeah sure that's why i get nervous about asking for your help delaney interesting because i feel like you're always helping everybody and you're always so willing that i'm never gonna know if you are actually if you actually have the time to do it yeah or if 
you're just you feel like I, I don't want to feel like I'm burdening you right with a question or anything like that even oh, if it's man. just like advice or something dude that's so interesting to hear you guys say that because the yeah. I I don't know how um like obvious that is like I don't know I'm just because well the thing is I want to do everything but I'm not like we talked about right. I'm not a fucking superhuman so I have yeah. to I have to like set boundaries and, and say no and saying no is so hard um but yeah I've had you know other other close people in my life being like are you sure you're able to do this like yeah. you know because like like I do say say yes more often than no um if I can kind of find a couple examples for both of our tendencies that might help people listening. Um, so this is an obliger story. Uh, a friend asked me to walk her dog, a favor that sounds benign enough, but actually infuri infuriated me. Her reasons for asking annoyed me. Her partner had the flu, which meant that she'd, she'd had to take... She'd had to walk the dog twice the day before. She was also busy writing a paper for school, so taking the dog out twice for a second day felt unduly burdensome. I stood there while she told me this, and I thought, wait a minute. I walk my dog twice a day every day, and I'm always on deadline, and this request feels both ludicrous and insulting to me. But instead of telling her to suck it up and walk her own damn dog, I sucked it up, picked up the animal up at 6.30 in the morning, oh my God. Dut dutifully trotted her around fresh pond, delivered her back to her owners, and walked around for the rest of the week feeling put upon taken advantage of and well angry wow. so stuff like that where people they do it anyway even though we could we could easily say you know what like i'm i'm really busy right now and i'm so sorry i can't do that I would I would say no to this, so I don't think I'm that severe. I would right, be like, yeah. bitch, you got to walk your own dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> I cannot. There's fucking, get an Uber for dogs now. Like, yeah. you got all those apps yeah. and stuff. Yeah, Um, But this is, like, a good example of, like, they'll, they'll agree to it even though they're so resentful that they're wow. doing it. Yeah. I don't, I have, I think I've, I think this book has really helped me not get to that point anymore. I yeah. think I'm much better at, like, kind of seeing those like taking better care of myself in that respect knowing that i have that tendency to say yes and yes and yes to everything um i've i've said no recently to something that like made me super uncomfortable to say no to but um like when people want to spend time with you and you just don't have the time or mental energy mm -hmm. and like you want to see everybody and you want i've had yeah. to say i'm like i'm so sorry i'm just too busy i'm too busy yeah i barely see my family my family my yeah. best friends get all my work done, see cam enough. Yeah. I just sometimes don't have the extra room in my life yeah. to, to do all these other little things, you know? Yeah. It's uh, no surprise to me that you deal with the workaholism so much because it sounds like obliger is just like particularly susceptible to that. Yeah. Just like taking on too much. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to get to some questioner stuff for you guys. Yeah. I really, I didn't have any questioner stuff pulled up cause I really didn't think you guys would be getting. Oh, you know, it's so an interesting uh, thing like to compare questioner and obliger just with you and me Delaney with um, like the candida stuff. Yes. So questioners tend to be really good at like, upholding their own expectations like yeah. maybe if you and i set a new year's resolution we'll like be able to hold it yeah. like hold ourselves accountable and nobody else is making us but just for us we really want to right so i've been on the candida cleanse now for like almost four years and i really haven't cheated yeah like i've maybe tried like a little thing of cheese or a little thing of bread maybe like three or four times in four years right and you got and not to like put you down but it's just yeah, interesting no. that like n nobody else was keeping you 
accountable for this. This was just exactly. like on you to do. Exactly. And you were like really quick to be like, well, I'm going to try this and bring this back in and see if <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. make it work. Yes. And like, so we need like different things to keep us in line. 100%. You know what I mean? So like, anyway, I would have, I'm very proud of you, by the yeah, way. No, I, just, I appreciate yeah. it. But that's exactly what the issue is, is that I would need you checking in with me once a week yeah, saying like a cheese sponsor. Did you eat cheese this week? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then knowing that that question from you was coming, I could do it. Really? Yeah. But if that question doesn't come from any kind of outer uh, external person, I, I ain't doing it. Do you want me to? Because I've kind of like forgotten to. Yeah, you can. But I, mean, I don't. I also don't want to be like a pest. No, I know. Because again, with a questioner, if somebody did that to me, I'd be like, get the fuck off my dick. Like I can yeah. do this myself. But yeah. if well, you it's want easy that for Cam to do it, since you know he he lives with me and stuff, I, I'm also like trying to still figure out what does work with me because yeah. I've had dairy quite a few times now um that hasn't been like on bread and i've been okay so okay. i'm still trying to figure out what my intolerances are but i think once i do i yeah. will be i will be able to do that because to me it's like well if i know i'm gonna get sick that's almost like an external thing yeah that's gonna make oh. me stick to my plan that's why i don't yeah. eat that's why i'm so good about not eating dairy because i'll yeah. just get sick so what's the point yeah right um so like I said, it, with Cam, um, I've mentioned this a couple of times where when I wanted to produce and write and perform my own special, there was a lot to be had, had to be done in, in a short few months. And I wanted, I needed somebody to kind of keep me on track or I would just leave it to the last few mm-hmm. weeks and oh, you know, be a yeah. dick about it. And, uh, so I had him email me every Friday saying, what did you get done this week for this project? And I'd email him back what I got done. And even if it was an automated message that he sent, it still worked because it was somebody else emailing me um, asking about what I had gotten finished that week. And then there was a couple times where he forgot to email me, but I was in the habit of reporting to somebody every Friday that I ended up just emailing him instead saying, this is what I got done this week. So even on the days that he forgot, I was used, I was in the habit of kind of checking in with somebody. Yeah. And even in this book, there's a lot of incredible examples, like real life examples on how you can, you know, work with your tendency, but there was something where, um, somebody's spouse is uh, a questioner mm-hmm. or maybe maybe it was like questioner or an obliger i can't remember but instead of asking her husband to do something she'll have somebody else request it <laughs> so he'll actually do it because sometimes what happens is you treat your spouse's needs the way that you treat your own needs mm-hmm. so for example if i'm if i'm an obliger and i'm i'm treating cam as like an extension of myself our needs are not as important as other people's needs. That's right. how I'm always going to see oh. us as a couple. So yeah. if I, if Cam, you know, wanted to get something done and I didn't think it was important, it might be better for like his friend to ask like, Hey, you guys should really think about this. And I'm like, Oh, that's such a good idea because I'm going yeah. to meet this external um, expectation oh, of this person. I'm actually going to do it. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of good things. Like, Do that. you ever feel rebellious when somebody, like if I told you, um, hey, remember to not eat bagels or something like that. Yeah. Would, would part of you be like, well, now I want to eat bagels because somebody's telling me not to, or do you not really have that no. part? No, I think that's the that's a it's the, a, rebel. the rebel. Okay, the rebel would feel that way because okay. they don't want to be told what to do. Okay, um, but for me, it's like, oh, thanks for the reminder. Somebody's somebody's keeping an eye on me. Yeah, I should probably do that better. You know, that's super interesting. It's really fucking weird. It's yeah. really really weird. Well. Like you you asking a few times, like Delaney, try the better help thing. Oh, yeah. I actually did it. Yeah. Because you yeah. asked a few times. I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to disappoint Kelsey, so I'm going to sign up Ooh, for her. 
I, yeah, I feel but terrible. Not, no, but like not in a, not in a bad way. <laughs> okay. But I want. But like I've wanted. I've been wanting to do that. Yeah. But I've been putting it on but the back burner. But you can burner. disappoint yourself, and it's not a big deal. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it's it's something that's good for me. Where does that come from? You think like being okay with disappointing yourself? Have you thought about like oh the roots of it? I'm sure, it's all childhood stuff. Yeah. I'm sure it's always just wanting to make sure other people's needs are met before. Right. My there's own. a there's a certain you're like a martyr kind of bit. which is like it, i don't even want i don't want to be that way i want right. to get better with boundaries and i think i have a lot especially with you know talking to you guys in this podcast and everything but i think it's probably taking care of certain people in my life that have maybe needed help yeah yeah and more help than i thought i needed so yeah. it's like you know i'm going through stuff right now but their problem is a lot worse so i'm gonna focus on helping mm. them before i mm -hmm. help myself so do you feel like because you're an obliger do you feel like if if cam asked you to do something but like one of his friends suggested it you would be more likely to do that is that what you're saying um i mean it or like someone in his family is. like yes. if he had said i want us to go do this and you're like man i don't think we need to go on that trip or whatever and then his mom was like you guys should really go do this together and you'd be like oh okay yeah i guess i should yeah i would be more likely likely to do it if his mom recommended it oh that's yeah. interesting yeah very weird yeah. because i yeah yeah it kind of treat well cam's that makes like a lot of me. sense the the not thinking both of your needs yeah are as important as other people's yeah that's so it's interesting. It's really strange. Yeah, because when I'm in a when I'm like in a relationship, I feel like I don't think about other people as much. I think about the other person's needs. Yeah. But, I could, but I've definitely been with people where I feel like if I bring up the fact that I'm like, you know, like all my all my friends are in like really solid relationships. Like I don't have any like friends that are just like hooking up with people. Like right. I, right. These, these are the examples I have. Or if you mention like if I've mentioned like my friends talking about their boyfriends or whatnot, it something clicks where they go like oh, I should, you're probably talking to your friends about me. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing of they're yeah. like, oh, it's almost like they want to impress your friends sometimes. Yeah. Of like, yeah, oh, nobody. make sure everyone. Well, I think it was when we were talking about um, like rings too, how for a while I was trying to make Kane feel like, hey, no pressure. You don't have to get me some like big ring. And I was showing him these like just real, real sad rings, just like <laughs> yeah. very bottom of the barrel. And he was like, I like that's kind that you're trying to like not make an expensive choice for me but honestly I do not want you wearing that because that's a reflection on yes. me too it's right. like I want you to wear something you love and also like selfishly I don't want people to look at me like what the fuck's wrong with you dude like that's how much you value yeah. your fiance that you think she's worth that little piece of shit yeah. <laughs> you know right, they so. want they want to be proud of their own yeah purchase right too. that makes sense but yeah. if the other if other people weren't involved in that who knows maybe it would be like well if you're fine with it yeah i guess i'm not know. sure i mean there's so much mental stuff with like weddings and yeah. um engagements well, and, and being all a that dude must be it must be so hard like, oh yeah with that anna ferris was talking about that on unqualified oh yeah this week. i was listening did you hear that one no who was somebody, the guest? somebody called in and said i want to i forget who the guest was i think it was i want to say it was kelly ripa okay and the girl that called in was like i feel i i told my my fiance who has a lot of debt like i'm fine paying for part of my ring like yeah. or like even just buying it right and they were like well yeah but that's kind of they were like well you know maybe you just focus on the debt and then sim who's the producer was like hey just so you guys know as a dude i would hate that 
I would hate that so much. Like yeah. it's a masculine. It's emasculating. Thing. Yeah. yeah like, I don't want you to pay for it. I want to pay for it. Okay. And even yeah. if you don't care, it's not about you. You know. Yeah. Interesting. I just yeah. had it happen again with Kane, where the place that we got um, the the current ring I have. So it's like there's an engagement ring, and then there's the wedding band. Yes. Yeah. The place that we went to gives the men's wedding band to you for free. That's Amazing. So cool. So for me, that's like, well, then I don't. I usually in a different situation, a different store would have to spend this money. But now Kane bought me an engagement ring and he has to spend additional money on a wedding band. So I told him a couple of days ago, I was like, hey, I've just been thinking about it. If you want me to buy the wedding band, I mean, the wedding band is significantly less money than the actual engagement ring. Right. I was like, yeah. if you want me to buy my wedding band so that way it's a little bit more like balanced since I'm not actually yeah. having to buy it and he was like don't even like seriously he's like please don't suggest anything like that like there's no way I'll let you do that like definitely yeah. absolutely not yeah. I will buy your wedding band like Which I is don't very care nice, but I I would totally have said exactly what you said right like yeah. this just makes sense I would have had to buy that anyway right right so I don't know but I'm always like weird with money like that where now I'm like okay well I feel like I should pay for more of the wedding because he spent x amount of money oh. on something that I haven't had to spend money on and anyway. those inner expectations yes like a good person yes would spend this money and keep it even and all these things mm, yeah. and I don't care about spending more money I just want to feel like the other person's putting an effort too yeah and then once I feel like that I'm like all right well I'll spend more money <laughs> if we had tons of money i probably wouldn't be doing the whole like playing you know adding shit up right, all the time yeah. but just because i'm aware of our financial situations i'm like well i just want to have to at this point yeah in your lives it sucks being yeah. in your 20s is hard Ugh. yeah you guys want to hear about the questioner yes oh i yeah. love it it says understanding the questioner but why that's under it okay, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you were saying yeah but why, oh, why, though? Um, why okay so at work at home and in life we all confront both outer and inner expectations while upholders readily meet both outer and inner expectations questioners meet only inner expectations and that includes outer expectations that they've turned into inner expectations Oh, there we go. There you go. Hey, there and it accepting is. those inner expectations, questioners show a deep commitment to information, logic, and efficiency. They want to gather their own facts, decide for themselves, and act with good reason. They object to anything they consider arbitrary, ill-reasoned, ill-informed, or ineffective. Many, many people are questioners. Only the obliger tendency has more members. Uh, for questioners, how do outer expectations become inner expectations. Questioners meet an expectation only if they endorse it as efficient and reasonable. For instance, a questioner thinks, my father keeps reminding me to get my oil checked, but I don't think that's necessary now, so I'll ignore him. Or, the sign above the office kitchen sink says that we're supposed to do our own dishes, but washing mugs isn't a productive use of my time. It's more efficient to let the, light, the night staff wash up, so I'll leave my mug here in the sink. Um, that's only real <laughs> asshole question yeah that's all right we're not like that yeah jeez yeah. i think yeah i just kind of like we're mug washing <laughs> questioners yes <laughs> they're simplifying it okay here we go um on the other hand a questioner readily meets an outer expectation that's well justified because it then becomes an inner expectation a questioner mm. thinks my teacher explained that i'll finish my math homework more quickly once i've memorized the multiplication tables so i want to get that done or my wife has wanted me to clean out the guest room for months but we never use the guest room so i refuse to do it now that we have guests coming in a few weeks i'll do it stuff like that you just yeah. need you just need a good enough reason to yeah. do that thing um, i need i need it debated with me you need it debated yeah i do that with my i do that with my manager all the time where she's like you need to do this and i'm like okay tell me exactly why because i'm not gonna spend that time and money to go do that thing unless yeah. it's worth it 
right. you guys were kind of talking about this. Um, because questioners are wholly interdirected, once they make up their minds about the right course of action, they follow through without much difficulty. Mm-hmm. And they resist expectations without much difficulty, too. Questioners have the self-direction of upholders, the reliability of obligers, and the auth- authenticity of rebels. Uh, questioners may question even the most basic customs and assumptions. Do I want to be married? If you're my boss, do I have to do what you tell me to do? Why shouldn't <laughs> children be allowed to curse like adults? <laughs> These are all great questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? For questioners, it's crucial that an expectation seem reasonable and justified. They resist rules for rules' sake. A questioner wrote, so this is an example from a questioner, I decide on a case-by-case basis what rules I fo- I'll follow. I take more than six items into the fitting room if no one's checking because it's yeah. inconvenient to keep going in and out. Totally. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I'm not going to fucking shoplift. I don't want to yeah. keep walking in and out with like half a skirt on yeah. to get these two pairs of shoes. Just let me fucking put them yeah. on. Ooh, that's Do so a funny. quick background check on me. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Here's my idea. I'm the person who might accidentally take seven items in and come out and be like, oh, sorry, I accidentally took one in. What? <gasps> that is so Oh, my God. <laughs> I would never. Oh. I hand it back and I go, yeah, I did that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. That's so funny. Oh, my God. It's so good. Um, when uh, Because it's inconvenient to keep going in and out i think the rule is in place not only to prevent theft which i would never do but to move things along if there's a line since i only shop during off hours there never is a line so i don't think the rule makes sense hence i don't follow it why can't i talk in the movie theater there's no one else in here preach yep oh my this god this book is incredible though like there's, a great book. there's examples like that for every single tendency and then they also go into chapters about which tendencies work well uh as a couple and how Ooh. to understand your your spouses or significant other or any family member or friend's tendency and how to work you know how to work with it um yeah it's it's just seriously like i really i really suggest this this read awesome. for anybody. Yeah. The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. Who also has a podcast. Oh, yeah, I think it's yeah. called, isn't it called something happy, happier? The happy, happy, something, it is something happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, to a few. We got to wrap up. Yeah, we got to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, everybody read that book. Please tell us, share us what, um, uh, if you have, I think a lot of people have read this because we got a ton of emails about this book too on top yeah. of, uh, I got this as a gift, this book as a gift, and then, you know, people have been, um, hoping that we would cover it. So write in uh, what your tendency is and what kind of things that you've done to uh, help yourself and work with your tendency. I would love to know any tips um, from any of you to share with our listeners. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Remember to check out the Patreon if you want bonus episodes and prizes. It's patreon.com slash selfhelpless. Check out betterhelp.com slash selfhelpless if you're interested in uh, in seeing how that goes. And uh, kelseycook.com for tour dates. And please go buy my album, Savor It. Woo! Yay! Thanks, guys. And then uh, ttomcomedy.com for tour dates. ttomcomedy on Instagram. Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter. DelaneyFisher.com and DixByDelaney.com. DixByDelaney is, is happening. Uh, at DixByDelaney on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. Thank you to everybody who has been purchasing mugs and shot glasses and salt and pepper shakers. You guys are hilarious with the, with the things that you're requesting. It's been <laughs> really, really fun. Awesome. Cool. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. 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 Why won't it let me be? Look inside.